0: To express oneself honestly, not lying to oneself, and to express myself honestly, now that, my friend, is very hard to do. And you have to train. You have to keep your reflexes so that when you want it, it's there. The expression of the human body. I mean, everything. I mean, you know, not just the hand. And when you're talking about combat, well, I mean, if, if if it is a sport, now, now you're talking about something else. You have regulations, you have rules, but when you're talking about fighting as it is with no rules, no fighting, well then, baby, you better train every part of your body.
1: I'm not surprised, mother... I'm not impressed by your performance. What's up? Where you at,
2: George? I like Big Victor McCartney pulling me about folks. That's how I like to roll. You feel me?
1: Nobody gonna take this presents. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for this
2: opportunity.
1: I'm proud of our fight for you. you? Don't bring the dog out of me. I'm
3: the man of the hour, Joe. Too sweet to be sour. What you see is what you get, and what you
1: don't is better yet. I fight for the fans. I wanted to keep fighting as long as it took, and I wanted to win this title. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. I get it! I don't have much left to say other than you have seen nothing yet.
0: (laughs) Running water never grows stale, so you got to just keep on flowing.
2: Welcome back, Penn Nation, to yet another edition of BJPenn.com Radio. The fighter's voice, the voice of the fans, each and every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. As always, guys, I'm your host, Kinch. Pleasure to be here with you each and every week. Got another great show lined up for you guys. A couple of great guests. Had some awesome conversations with these two gentlemen. Lots of news to get into as well. But before we do that, I tell you guys, every single week, bjpenn.com forward slash MMA news is your premier source for all the latest and greatest in the sport you love of mixed martial arts. All the important issues, hot topics, viral videos, fight announcements, breaking news, exclusive content, we've got it all. BJPenn.com forward slash MMA news. We are the largest independently owned and operated MMA news site out there today. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google+. Stay up to date. Everything you need to know, we've got you covered. BJPenn.com forward slash MMA news. As I said, a couple of great guests tonight. Coming up 1st eight fifteen. This gentleman will be uh, featured... Sorry, I'm having some headphone cord problems. Anyway, Stephen Ray, up-and-coming lightweight in the UFC's lightweight division, obviously. He'll be uh, fighting at UFC Fight Night 113. That's going down in Glasgow, Scotland. Scottish fighter himself. Going to compete in front of the hometown crowd. Taking on a very dangerous guy in Paul Felder. The Irish Dragon, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's his nickname. Anyway, we caught up with Steven, talked about the fight, previewed the fight with uh, Paul Felder. Talked a bit about competing in front of the Scottish fans. This will be a second time doing so under the UFC banner. Very excited to do that. And we talked a bit about free agency. After this fight, he'll be entering free agency Hopes to renew his contract with the UFC if the numbers are right, but that also puts some added pressure on him to get this win, so we can go into negotiations with a bit more leverage. It's five and one in the UFC, win over Felder would we'll put him at six and one. Pretty damn good record, especially considering uh, how stacked the UFC lightweight division is. So great conversation with him pretty laid back scottish guy sure you guys will enjoy that one following my talk with steven closing out tonight's show one of mma's most polarizing figures interesting personalities probably considered a legend if not will be soon i'd call him a legend The New York badass, Phil Baroni Had a long conversation with Phil. I'll preview it a bit more when we get there, but let's just say interesting conversation. And I really didn't ask any of the questions that I intended to. He just kind of ran with it, and I hung in there. Uh, Very interesting stuff. Calls out a certain individual, which you guys will hear. And talks about an opportunity he had very recently that unfortunately fell through due to a staph infection. But nonetheless, some breaking news we're going to have here with uh, Phil Baroni. So thanks to both those guys. Big thanks to Chris Taylor for setting up both of these interviews this week. Um, and again, had a good conversation with both these guys. And I know you guys will, uh, will enjoy both. So that being said, that's the lineup. Not as stacked as we were last week. Nonetheless, a great show. Lots of news to get into. Before we do our event recaps, we'll talk about the breaking stuff. Breaking as of uh, 25, half hour, 30 minutes ago. Tyron Woodley will face Damian Maya at UFC 214. Pretty stacked card. Another revelation at UFC 214. Megan Anderson. She's pulled out of the fight against Chris Cyborg. She'll be replaced by Invicta 135 pound champ Tanya Evinger. Cyborg has said publicly that this is a more entertaining fight, likely to be a more entertaining fight. Tanya Evinger making her long awaited UFC debut. Uh, she's quite the personality as well. So while it sucks for Megan, really wanted to see that fight, Tanya will be stepping up 245 pounds to take on arguably the baddest woman in the planet, on the planet, and Chris Cyborg for the title at UFC 214. So while two great fights, well, we had a pullout, Tanya Avenger steps in, Woodley Maya. Gets added to 214. We also had a blow to that card as well. Cowboy Cerrone out of the fight with uh, Robbie Lawler, cites a blood infection, and apparently that bout will be rescheduled. There will not be a replacement, uh, last minute replacement put in for uh, for Cerrone against Lawler. Although Emil Meek, Valhalla, he offered to step in and fight Lawler on short notice. Uh, As we had posted on our Twitter feed, that's a brave man. Junior Dos Santos, Francis Ngannou, that's official for UFC 215. That's a big fight in the heavyweight division. As Ngannou looks to continue to climb the ranks and get closer to title contention. And the California State Athletic Commission has banned Henan Barrow from competing at bantamweight. We know that they had instituted some new weight-cutting rules, only allowed a certain percentage of your uh, of your body weight to be cut, only a certain amount uh, to be rehydrated. We haven't really seen that affect anybody until today or this week, rather. So he will be banned from competing at bantamweight. Um, Tough news for Burrell. However, the guy passed out cutting weight in the sauna. We know all the terrible things that have gone on with weight cuts, probably in his best interest. A lot of other news. Not going to get into it. You guys can go to bjpen.com forward slash MMA news to check it all out. We've got it all covered in depth and much more. However, other things that we have covered were the two big events over the weekend. First up, Bellator NYC went down to Madison Square Garden, delivered a great show on pay per view. Ryan Couture, heard him on the show here a couple weeks ago. He's back on track. Got to win. Uh, decision victory Ryan Bader makes his Bellator debut against Phil Davis becomes the Bellator champ gets the nod over Phil uh, unanimous decision as well Douglas Lima defended his title against Lorenz Larkin I know a lot of people were picking Larkin in that fight well Douglas Lima shut that all down Um, great fight great performance by Douglas uh, and Phil and Ryan Couture as well, I mean uh, Bader and Ryan Couture as well. Um, but again, Douglas Lima looked really good out there. No event can unfold without some controversy. Michael Chandler pretty much gets robbed of his title after a stool was taken out from under him, broke his ankle during the bout, but wanted to continue. His stool was pulled out for him, out from under him. He, it was determined that he could not continue. Loses his belt. I'd imagine we'll see a rematch with uh, him and Brent Primus, I believe it said. Although Primus is much cooler way to say it. Again, very upsetting for Chandler. I would imagine we will see a rematch uh, in the very near future. The last Emperor returned to action. Fedor Emelianenko taking on Matt Mitrione. Crazy double knockdown. For a second there, I thought it was double knockout. But then Mitrione quickly back to his feet, swarms Fedor, gets the KO. Big win for Matt Mitrione. Future unclear for Fedor. However, he does have some options, and I'm fairly certain he signed a multi-fight deal with Bellator. So it is likely that we will see him back in action. However, it's very... uh, Very disheartening that one of the men with the greatest chins, arguably one of the greatest chins of all time, no longer has that in his toolkit. Uh, You've heard me talk about it here time and time again. Seems to be a, a recurring topic in the past few weeks. While I would never tell a guy to hang him up, I have no business doing so. You'll even hear uh, Phil Baroni touch on this as well. Media members, podcast hosts like myself, fans, we have no business telling these guys what to do. However, I would hate to see Fedor continue to take unnecessary punishment. Um, So nonetheless, we'll see what the future has in store for the last emperor. In the main event, Chael P. Sonnen grinds out a decision win over Vanderlei Silva. Bad blood was not settled as Vanderlei pushes Chael during his post-fight interview. Uh, You know, Vanderlei had some good moments, dropped Chael, but Sonnen was able to grind it out, ground a pound, get the unanimous decision. Post-fight interview, very funny stuff, made fun of New York City, said it was full of garbage. I don't know if you've ever been there, but you know, kind of is full of garbage. Um, Nonetheless, attempts to call out Fedor. Not sure if that fight will happen. However, it does make sense for Fedor at this point. Uh, I'm sure Chael can make heavyweight no problem, and given you know the size discrepancy that Fedor usually gives up at that weight, might not be a bad idea for Fedor. Um, stylistically, probably a favorable fight for Fedor as well. So we'll see what happens there. Chael Sonnen, big winner. And again, anybody from New York, I'm, you know, not siding with Chael and trashing on your city. No pun intended there. Um, but big population. There is a lot of garbage. Moving on. UFC fight night, Oklahoma City. So it was a sad one for the team. Our own B.J. Penn falls short against Dennis Ever. Uh Looked good in the first and second. Drops Siever with a big uppercut. Uh, but the leg kicks added up in my opinion. B.J. wasn't able to do much in the third round at all. Um, loses the majority decision. One judge scored the fight a draw and I would have agreed with that. Nonetheless, hats off to the captain. the captain. Uh, BJ, man, we love you, brother. Do what your heart desires, get back on the horse. And, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be rooting for you every, each and every single, each and every time you decide to step in there. Um, but again, very sad for all of us here. And of course that led to plenty of, uh, you know, whether it be keyboard warriors, fans, Media members, a lot of people calling for BJ to retire. But as you've heard me say, just as I did a few moments ago, we have no business telling these guys what to do. So, again, hats off to BJ. Love you, man. Mahalo. Tim Means, the Dirty Bird. Gets the decision win over Alex Garcia. Dominic Reyes? 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 I want to say it's Reyes? Uh, explodes onto the scene, big TKO victory for him. Felice Herrig, dominant win over Justine Kish, uh, says in her post-fight interview or at the post-fight press conference um, that she felt that the UFC doesn't give her a push because she's not young and beautiful. Well, Felice, let me tell you something, you are gorgeous. Justine, (laughs) um bit of a bowel malfunction if you will crapped her pants in the third while felice was attempting to choke her out joked about it on twitter saying shit happens uh very good sport with all that looking forward to her next fight as well that that that's pretty damn cool um in a moment that could be quite embarrassing she decided to have some fun with it co-main event Johnny Hendricks misses weight again, this time at 185 pounds. My goodness, what's going on there? I believe he proceeded to blame his nutritionists, whatever. Again, not a fighter, just an analyst and a media guy. However, have some accountability, man. You've done this many, many times. Now you're at 185 pounds. You still missed weight. Not cool. Fights Tim Bosch. Johnny Hendricks fights Tim Bosch. The Barbarian gets uh, the TKO win. Beautiful head kick. Cops are coming for me, guys. Uh, Beautiful head kick. Followed up by a swarm of punches. Got the TKO victory. Big win for Tim. And in the main event, Kevin Lee, Michael Chiesa. Attempt to settle the score. You guys had seen all the beef. Don't talk about my mom. All that stuff. The Motown Phenom went out there early. Got Kiesa's back. Locked up the body triangle. Started looking for the rear naked. I mean, while this was all unfolding, I was saying to myself, holy shit. He's about to get Kiesa with his own move. Nonetheless, a lot of controversy there. Yamasaki calls the fight without a tap, without Kiesa going to sleep. Although the choke did look tight, and I would say that the likelihood of Kiesa getting out, not very high. Regardless, bad call by Mario Yamasaki. Kiesa protests the stoppage, was very unhappy. Dana White rails into Mario after the fight. A lot of bad calls from Yamasaki. Yamasaki. But I mean, hey. We've seen worse. Guy gets a lot of crap. I mean, in my opinion, the way Chiesa kind of kind of dropped his hands there for a second and stopped defending. I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a fault of reaction time for Mario to react that quickly. But again, bad call sucks for Chiesa. At the same time, that choke looked pretty deep to me. So, there you have it. That's the biggest news of the week. Recap of both events from the weekend. Great card in Oklahoma City for the UFC. And Bellator, with their pay per view, did very well in Madison Square Garden as well. All that and much more in depth in its entirety at bjpenn.com forward slash MMA news. Go there now. As I said, stay up to date on this wonderful sport that we all love of mixed martial arts. If it's newsworthy, if you need to know about it, we've got you covered, bjpenn.com. So I've wasted enough of your time. Had a couple of long conversations with both these gentlemen. Ran just under 30 minutes with Steven. Ran almost 40 with the New York badass, Phil Baroni. Um, for anyone that enjoys... The Scottish accent. You are certainly going to enjoy this uh, conversation with Stephen. For those of you who are, who are not familiar with that brogue, you might have a little bit of a tough time understanding him. Nonetheless, great conversation with Stephen. We'll jump right into that. Right now, Stephen Ray taking on Paul Felder, July sixteenth, UFC Fight Night one eleven, in Glasgow, sweet. God, uh, I almost said Sweden in Glasgow, Scotland. Should be a great fight, and I know you guys will enjoy this interview. BJPenn.com Radio. I'm your host Kinch. We're gonna jump right into it with Stephen Ray. All right, Penn Nation. I'm now joined by one of the gentlemen that'll be featured at UFC Fight Night 113. That's UFC uh, Glasgow. Of course, I'm talking about Stephen Ray. Stephen, what's going on, man? Hey, man. How are you done? can't complain my friend greatly appreciate you taking the time to speak with us tonight uh how is training camp going for you so far yeah training camp's
4: been going good uh all good so far um pretty much the same as always um two weeks to go um luckily touch wood i've not got any sort of niggles or injuries and stuff um my weight is sitting good um Yeah, and just really the same as always the last two weeks. I've probably got about uh, maybe another week of hard training, and then uh, we'll taper it down and obviously just focus on on the weight cut after that. But, yeah, everything's gone good so
2: far, man. Yeah, as you mentioned, just a couple weeks away from UFC Fight Night 113. Uh, How excited are you to get back in the cage and compete?
4: Yeah, I mean... uh, looking forward to it. Um, it's been a bit of a quick turnaround, um, so I just fought uh, not too long ago. So, um, yeah, I feel like I've been on fight camp since February. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good and I'm feeling sharp and I'm looking forward to it, but I'm, I'm not going to lie if I'm, uh, if I said I'm not looking forward to chilling out and eating a pizza and uh <laughs> Enjoying myself. Um, the quick, turnar- quick turnaround definitely took its toll. But, um, yeah, probably about another hard week of training. And, and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward
2: to it, man. Yeah, well, a cu- couple more weeks, put in a great performance, you get to chill out, like you said, eat a pizza, enjoy life a bit. Uh, you'll be taking on a very dangerous guy in Paul Felder. Give us your thoughts on how you guys match up stylistically.
4: Uh, stylistically I think it's a really good fight. Um he's predominantly a striker. Uh he's he's all rounded but, you know, he likes to come and bang. Um he's kinda got a, a bit of a tie boxing style. Um he likes to kinda punch knee, kick elbow, um, keep it on the feet. Everything he throws he kinda throws leather. Um so, so, yeah, I mean, I, I like to come and bang. He likes to bang. It's in Scotland. It's, go, it's going to be a good crowd, um, potentially a fight of the night. Um, yeah, so so I'm looking forward to it, man.
2: Yeah, As you mentioned, he's obviously highly touted in the striking department. Uh, but, you know, without revealing your game plan, what kind of fight will you be looking to make this? You know, grinding, grappling heavy? Are you going to go out there and test your striking skills as well? you going to go out there and try to turn it into a slugfest, a brawl? Uh, give, us, uh, give us your thoughts.
3: Yeah,
4: well, this is where I feel that I've got the advantage. Um, I feel like I'm better, uh, more well-rounded. Um, so, I mean, I, I believe in my skills everywhere. Um, on the feet, I believe I'll be faster than him. Um, he might be a bit bigger than me. Uh, He's kind of got big legs, and, and like I said, he, he, everything he throws is power. Um, so, so he's he's not the fastest. He's more like kind of tries to stall you down. He's heavy on his legs with the kind of swagger step. Um, and yeah, um, I think I'll be faster than him. Um, I think my boxing will be better, um, but. That being said, if I go in there and I feel like you know he's out striking me, then, then that's when I could mix it up. I'm not going into the fight thinking I need to take him down or or I'm gonna take him down. But I mean, if he if he uh, if he gives me a takedown, you know, I'll take it. I'll take him down, try and submit him, um, punch his face in on the ground a bit. Yeah. Um, especially I think he's I think he's gonna come out and try and kick me a lot. So uh, I'll be making sure that as soon as. Obviously, if he throws kicks, um, I'll be putting him on his, on his back. With it, so, so he's got that to think about. But, yeah, I mean, I feel well-rounded enough to, to mix it up in there. And that's that's really the game plan, just to go in, win anywhere possible. Try and, obviously, we've been working on some stuff where we feel like he's weak. Um, some game plan stuff and that. But, yeah, pretty much feel confident anywhere the fight goes.
2: Yeah, let it. I, I see what you're saying. Go with the flow. You know where you can uh, potentially take advantage, but you're gonna get the win uh, however it presents itself. Um, now you've been climbing, you know, your way up the ladder in the lightweight division, coming off the uh, win over Joe Lozon in April. Uh, while Paul isn't ranked, he's another very tough guy in the division. I would assume that you'll be looking to make a big statement against him and continue your campaign into the rankings, top 15, et cetera.
4: Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, I'm not looking past Felder. He's he's the only person on my mind right now. Um, but that being said, uh, uh, this is the last fight on my contract, um, so I'm going to be a free agent after after this fight. Um, I'll be looking at signing. Uh, hopefully, the UFC can give me a good a good kind of new contract, uh, bigger numbers, and. Yeah, we've got a good deal in place. Uh, I'll be looking to kind of break into the top fifteen rankings. Um, I'll be if I get past Felder, I'll be six and one in the UFC. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean it's the, the most stacked division in, in the whole of the UFC. Um, you know, it's it's pretty tough going to be five and one in the UFC, and I'm still kind of not in the top fifteen. That's because it's so stacked. Um, those those top 15 guys are all beasts as well, you know. I mean, the the whole roster. Anybody in the UFC is gonna be tough, but that top 15 is just one uh, tough division. So, I believe I can, you know, I believe I can beat guys in there and and, uh, and hang there. But I obviously want it to be on the right money uh, as well. So, it's, I, I think it's uh, kind of smart this way as well. You know, I'm not. Quite fighting the the top fifteen guys yet. I'll be looking to do that with a one over Felder, and I'm also due to sign a new contract. So
2: yeah. So yeah. considering considering that you're going to enter free agency here, I mean, is there a lot more pressure to to get the victory? So when you go into contract negotiations, you have more leverage.
3: Uh, I
4: mean the pressure's there, man. I mean I'm not going to lie and say I'm not going to feel the pressure when I'm walking out. In front of 13,000 home fans, fighting at home. Yeah. Uh, you know, I done it there before. Uh, I walked out. I felt the nerves. I felt the pressure. Um, but you know, I, it's how you deal with the pressure and how you deal with the nerves that that matters. Um, and and to base that, I'm just basing that on results. The last time I fought in Scotland, I got a first-round knockout. Um, and yeah, I got performance of the night um, but before that I was nervous as hell you know there was all these doubts in your head before the fight I didn't have the best if even training camps then I had a motorcycle accident and stuff but uh, yeah I got the job done I, I believe I'm one of these fighters that feed off the fire um, you can either kind of get drowned by it or, or feed off it and, uh, I've always kind of done a lot better if I'm fighting in, in front of a home crowd and there's uh, deal with the pressure good, so.
2: Yeah, you know, you, you uh, talk uh, you talk about, uh, you know, having a good performance in your own backyard, having already have, have dealt with that pressure, um, you know, but being a Scottish ath- athlete, I would imagine you're incredibly excited to go out there and perform in front of the hometown again, uh, you know, aside from that pressure given that you've already dealt with it.
1: Yeah, that's that,
4: well, I've dealt with it before, it's going to be you know, it's not gonna be new to me walking out, it's gonna be probably a bit deja vu, walking out, getting a bit of remember from the last time. Um but yeah, I mean it's just another it's just another day in the, the office really. Uh you go out, you know, it's Christ, years of work. Obviously for this fight it's been what, maybe t- between eight to twelve weeks of training, um And it's all just down for three rounds, three five-minute rounds, 15 minutes. And and they're now potentially 15 minutes. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go out there, do my job, and uh, the best man wins on the night. And and that's kind of that. I'm sure it's going to be a good fight for the the fans.
2: Now, this is a highly anticipated return to Scotland for the UFC. Uh, I'd imagine that there's quite a buzz around the country as the card gets closer.
4: Yeah, um, it's getting closer. Uh, the last time was a, a big success. All three Scottish players won the last time. Um, two of us got a bonus, um, and yeah, it was a really good event. You know, the, the fans loved it. The fans are more on board. Scottish, uh MMA in Scotland's like growing ever since then. Um, two years later, you know they're coming back, and I believe it will be the same again. There will be a big. Uh, kinda of rise in it. There's a lot more of the media getting involved now as well, like the the, the big newspapers and, and the kinda of, uh T V media and stuff, so it's definitely getting bigger um in Scotland and yeah. um this this show in two weeks is is gonna keep that going.
2: Now uh you know considering that you don't have to, to travel for this, I, I'd imagine that's a that's a blessing. Uh being able to fight in your hometown. I mean you know, we've talked about the pressure going out in front of the local fans, but not having to travel, get on a plane, deal with jet lag, I'm sure all of those things are uh, going to be a great benefit for you in your performance.
4: Yeah, that's it. I mean, uh, it's always rubbish flying, uh, flying frog like I kind of think uh, the way to explain it. But, uh, like, I can deal with jet lag any time uh, – that you're going somewhere there earlier than you, but it's always much harder flying when it's later because you have to kind of try and keep yourself awake for like 24 hours.
1: Yeah.
4: Because, um, like, for example, if I was fighting in Vegas, it's eight hours behind, it's pretty crap, but all you need to do is kind of keep force yourself to stay awake for a few extra hours while you're tired, fall asleep, and then, you know, a couple of days, you're kind of in a pardon but flying, the other way, where they're in front of you, you can't force yourself, to be tired, when you're not tired,
2: right. <laughs> so you're, you
4: end up, yeah, you end up not getting tired, until everybody's waking up, so, um, yeah, it's always harder, traveling this way, um, and yeah, I mean, if, if that, uh, is a bit of a benefit, then cool, um, because he'll obviously, be flying from that way, um, I don't know, if he, if he travels well, um, He got beat, obviously, when he traveled to Brazil. I don't know if that was anything to do with it, but, you know, I'll take it. If if that's going to be a kind of slight advantage, then then I'll take that.
2: Yeah. Now, given the caliber of opponent, the fact that this fight's in your home country, last fight on your contract, I mean, this is arguably the biggest fight of your career and could be a career-defining moment for you as well. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I
4: mean, I, I look at every fight as if, like, you know, it's, uh, a step towards your your career, a step towards your future. But yeah, this one, like, fine at home again, this could potentially put me six and one, looking at the top fifteen after that, new contract. Uh, this is when you know potentially it could change my life a bit again. Um, I mean, my life's changed since I've been in the UFC, but. If, you know, there's still been a, a bit of a roller coaster. You know, I had 11 months off before the, the time I fought in Brazil. So I had a bit of layoff and finances and stuff. I was playing catch up with the tax man. So I was still in a bit of stress. And now it's like, you know, I'm just starting to kind of cut. I've caught up with it all. So, um, yeah, get the win. I'm going to, like I said, I've had a quick turnaround, two, two fight camps quite close to each other. I'm going to take a bit of a break after this get back I'll still be training but training to enjoy it again and like be able to put the key on, chill out and train rather than, you know, just constantly getting sharper and dieting and um so yeah, I'm looking forward to that and like you said, this is our career's uh moment so there's that extra pressure but that's all good.
2: Now uh, uh now you know you mentioned it there, uh the, the quick turnaround for this camp uh, wanting to take a break I mean that being said how many more times would you like to compete in
4: 2017 eh well the, the kind of plan I've got in my head I would like to um I'd like to fight this fight we're in July so I'd, to be honest I'd probably like to just fit one more in Um I'd be happy with that getting another fight before the end of the year Um Maybe like November, December time before Christmas. Okay. Um, that's uh, up a nice paycheck for for Christmas time for the family and stuff. I've got three kids, so obviously need to get, provide for them. And uh, yeah, but I'll take a bit of time off, chill out a bit, spend some time with the family, maybe go on holiday again, um, and just kind of live a normal life for a bit. Um. 'Cause obviously when when you're training you miss you miss out on so much. Uh you know, if my, my partner's asking me to go and do something, oh, I'm training, I'm training the next day, I'm training the next day. Uh I miss out on all these all these things, so yeah.
1: um,
4: I'm gonna take a bit of time just to have a normal life for a bit. Um maybe get fat. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I've got cravings for everything now, so uh yeah, almost there. Two weeks, and then I, I can enjoy myself for a bit. Get the win. Um and yeah, that's it, man.
2: No, I, I just just for a moment here, I just wanted to touch on the contract thing. You know, uh, you see a lot of guys that are not only fielding uh, offers from other organizations, but taking those offers from other organizations. You know, you mentioned that you'd obviously like a like a bit of a pay increase here. Don't really want to get into numbers, but. Uh, I'd assume that you'll be looking at all of your options and uh, potentially doing what's best for you and your family and your career, correct?
1: Yeah, that's it,
4: man. I mean, best case scenario, the UFC offered me a really good contract, which, uh, you know, something that I would be happy with financially. Um, and, yeah, like another fight contract, the numbers that we're wanting. Um, but that being said, you know, I want... UFC is like the number one promotion, and that's who I'd like to stay with. But obviously, if someone else came knocking and offered me like way more money or something, you gotta go where the money is. You gotta yeah. think about your future and your family and stuff. So, so yeah, I mean, I'll get I'll get this fight out of the way, uh, get the win, and then uh, just kind of take it take it as it comes.
2: Now let's talk a little bit about the division. As you mentioned, 155, absolutely stacked. Arguably the most stacked in the division, or in the UFC rather. Um, give us your thoughts on the landscape. Who's the rightful number one contender in your opinion?
4: Yeah, the rightful number one contender. Uh probably Khabib. Um, but you know, he's he's uh, the thing that happened the last fight, like. I'm I'm not too sure. He mucked up the weight cut and stuff, and uh, then obviously he's got that religion where he can't fight, and uh, because the diet and stuff, and uh, so I don't know. I mean, him and, him and Tony Ferguson, um, it probably makes sense for them both to fight. I, I think, in fact, they are fighting, aren't they? It's Ferguson fighting Khabib. be Sure, yeah. they're. Uh, yeah, they matched up, so yeah, the winner of that fight is the number one contender. McGregor's obviously fighting me with her, so it gives them a bit of time to to see who the real number one contender. Is. There's I mean, there's all these guys. There's there's them two, there's Kevin Lee who just got a big one over Kiesa. Um even though obviously it was a bit controversial because it was stopped early. Um there's Kiesa, there's uh Barbosa. What, what did there's you All are? these guys, man.
2: What did you think of the uh, Kiesa Lee fight? I mean, bad stoppage, obviously, but that choke seemed to be locked in, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah,
4: well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, I just literally watched it before the phone call, actually. Um, like, the whole fight. I obviously, seen the highlights and stuff, and I've seen the talk on it. I think, like, probably, what, 90% that if he didn't stop the fight it was going to get stopped maybe five seconds later yeah. but there's always that doubt now there's always that doubt what if he got out you don't like you can't tell the future so yeah it was a bad mistake on Mario's part because obviously he stopped the fight and it's just that that doubt Kevin will be doubting it maybe um, even though he'll want to believe that that he was going to get the win anyway there will still always be that doubt now What? Like, did I really win that? Um, And the same with Kiesa. Like, he'll know deep down how how tight it was. I think that was a fight over, but,
2: yeah,
4: I think Kiesa's got a a pretty strong case to say, well, you know what, I didn't tap. And and I'd be pretty pissed off. (laughs)
1: uh,
4: Like, I'm sure he is if if that happened. Um, Especially when the way you get paid in the UFC and stuff you usually get double your money if you win and so you know that could make a huge difference financially uh, yeah it's a lot on the line man so yeah maybe maybe yeah. I, I'd, I'd be raring to get a rematch if I was guessing but if I was Lee I'd probably be looking past that fight and thinking well I've got the win
2: yeah.
4: but you know he might he might still always have that doubt that it was kind of Cheated the win a little bit, even though he was probably gonna get it anyway.
2: Now, in regards Tough to one, the right. title picture, with Connor being out, he's fighting Floyd. You think it's fair for the UFC to put the division on hold for him, and you know, not maybe do a interim title fight or whatever the case is? I mean, do you think it's fair for the UFC to put that title on the back burner until Connor's done with his business with Floyd?
3: Uh,
4: I mean, the 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 way the world works money is power. Uh, so, money controls everything in life. Um, and that's obviously a huge fight. Uh, I'm sure Dana, I think Dana's getting 25 million just just because he's contracted to the UFC. Connor's getting 75 and, you know, money, money is what controls everything. So, um, it's unfair for all the UFC contenders. Um, but, it is what it is when um, yeah. and that's happening. I didn't really, whether it was an interim title or no, it doesn't really matter because deep down, you know you're not the real champion. Um, so,
2: Give us your yeah, thoughts on uh, Connor versus Floyd. Does he stand a chance in that, in the boxing ring against Floyd? Is it good or bad for either I sport?
3: He, I think
4: he stands a better chance than most people would think. Uh, and I think... I think Conor's probably got actually a better chance than than most boxers, to be honest. Um, because any boxer boxing Floyd's probably gonna lose, because Floyd is a better boxer. So if anybody's gonna beat Floyd, it's probably gonna be somebody that like that isn't gonna come in with a traditional boxing style, that probably isn't gonna move like a exactly how a boxer would. Um, his style as well. Um, he's a tall. Uh, he's got a reach advantage. He's self paw He's much bigger than Mayweather. Mayweather's like no fault in four years or three years. He's forty years old. So there's all that that plays plays any factor that that could uh, that could make you know make yeah. uh, the difference. And obviously, Connor being the whole. Uh, mind games and stuff, and getting in your head, and 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 really, it's all on. Maybe there's, you know, the pressure's on. Maybe there, because if Conor loses, then he's been beat by one of the best boxers in the world at boxing. Who cares? He, he gets seventy-five million. See you later.
1: Yeah. But
4: maybe they're maybe they're and he's basically put his whole reputation on the line. He's put boxing rep, like boxing as a sport, on the line. Um yeah, I mean, Connor's a smart guy, he's not gonna lose. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously he can win. It'll probably take maybe there a few rounds to even to kinda get into the, the river and uh, could Connor's you know, he shows that he comes out strong early, he hits hard and he's not gonna have the, the same movement, so I think Connor's chances are gonna be early, um and I and I've just got a weird feeling. I've got a weird feeling that McGregor's going to win by knockout early. Well, and obviously, if he doesn't get that, I think maybe that uh, just outclasses him and gets the decision.
2: Yeah. Well, it would certainly shock the world and be the craziest ending to the biggest fight in uh, combat sports history. But listen, man, you've been more than generous with your time. I just got a couple more questions here for you. Always, um, man. We we you know we've talked about. How many times you you like to compete? One more time in 2017. Not looking past Felder, but, you know, you're going into this fight knowing that you have contract negotiations after the fight's over. All that being said, man, how do you visualize this fight playing out? And uh, how do you see your hand getting raised at the end of the night?
4: Uh, to be honest, like I said, I believe in my skills everywhere. So I could see me going in. Uh you know, the crowds being the same way it was the last time, tense. He'll probably be feeling the, the pressure with the the crowd all on my side. Um. You know, I'm just going to go in there and, and kind of take it as it comes. I'm, I, I can see me knocking him out. I can see me uh, landing uh, my, my right hook on him. I can see me landing a left hand on him, My left head kick. I like to try and visualize every part of a fight, even bad points, like, so, even me getting in trouble, getting rocked a bit, just everything, just so, when that it happens, it's like, I'm almost, kind of, played it out, but, um, yeah, but I believe, I can win, on the feet, on the ground, I, and to be honest, I don't care, as long as I get the win, obviously, the, board, uh, the stoppage is always best, my last few fights, have been decisions, um, I used to, uh, I had, before the UFC I'd only had like one decision or something uh, maybe two um, but yeah t- obviously the opposition is getting tougher I think in the UFC it's hard to to stop everyone um, but yeah I would like to get back to stopping fights it's always better finishing a fight in the first first round or first minute than, uh, than going 15 minutes it takes its toll but um, yeah I'll, I'll just take whatever man as long as my hands raised on the night and it sets up a good few things in the future then that's the plan.
2: Yeah, good leverage going into the contract negotiations. Like you said, you'd rather get it done early, go home, eat some pizza, life would be good. Exactly. <laughs> so, that's it. Man. Listen man, if that's you could the plan, any... but
4: I'm prepared. go ahead. I'm prepared for I'm prepared for a back and forth war, three rounds as well. I'm prepared for that. So prepare for the worst and anything else is a bonus.
2: Yeah. Now, if you could have, uh, if you could say anything to Felder leading up to this fight, what would it be?
4: If I can say anything to him,
2: to, yeah. If you could say anything to Paul Felder leading up to this fight, what would it be? Uh,
4: just, just really, let's do it, man. Let's fucking put on a good fight. Um, let's go out there, bang. Man, let's probably get an extra fifty Gs for fight tonight. Um Uh That's really it, you know. I've no. No, uh, no beef with him.
1: Yeah, uh, we've
4: seen each other, and we've seen each other at the athlete summit. He, I'm sure he's trained hard. I've trained hard. Let's just go out there and put on a performance, and uh, make sure it's one of those fights where people are talking about after the fight as well.
2: All right, man. Well, that being said, greatly appreciate the time. Uh, looking forward to the fight. UFC Fight Night 113 going down in Glasgow, Scotland, uh, July 16th. Any shout outs you'd like to get in before we let you go?
4: Yeah, just thanks to my sponsors. Um really uh, seconds outstore in Edinburgh, thanks to them. Um thanks to my meal company that sent me my meals, ProGens, which makes makes life easier. Um thanks to my supplement sponsor, Monkey Nutrition. Um Pressure's on me now when I start. I'm forget <laughs> one. Uh, but, yeah, just just basically thanks to all my sponsors, uh, Gym64, that, that let me train there. Um, yeah, and just thanks to all my training partners and all the fans. Uh, tune in on the night. It's going to be it's gonna be a good night, a good fight, uh, and I hope you all enjoy it.
2: All right. Again, looking forward to it, July 16th. Uh, hope you get the big win and uh, maybe we can catch up afterwards and uh you know, go into those contract negotiations with some leverage, my man.
4: Yeah man, thank you.
2: Alright, brother, you have a good night.
4: Thanks for your time. Cheers, man. All right. Bye. Bye now.
2: There you have it, Penn Nation. Stephen Ray. Really dig that Scottish brogue, man. Cool stuff. listen to that all day kind of feel like I was in train spotting or something all right maybe not in train spotting but you know what I mean big fight for him a lot on the line as we discussed there Uh, just going into contract negotiations with a win very important Um, on top of fighting in front of your hometown crowd want to deliver a great performance for them Looking forward to that fight. Stephen Ray, UFC, Fight Night 113, Glasgow, Scotland. Almost said Sweden again. My lordy lord. Should be a good one. Next up, closing out the show with us this evening. As I said earlier, one of the most polarizing figures in mixed martial arts the New York badass, Phil Baroni, the best ever. I I should just preface this by saying this is one of those interviews where I didn't have much guidance. (laughs) So conversation just kind of went wherever Phil wanted to take it. Um, Sounds like he was on the go. So you know his uh, his his voice up and down a bit. Nonetheless, great conversation. Said some really cool stuff. I think you guys are gonna find very interesting and also very entertaining. Uh, but again, I mean, I had a long list of questions I wanted to get into with Phil, and maybe asked him one or two. Conversation was his. Let him run with it, as you should. When you're talking to the New York Badass. So, let's jump, jump right into it. BJPenn.com Radio. I'm your host, Kinch. Next up, Phil Baroni. All right, Penn Nation. We're now joined by the New York Badass himself, Phil Baroni. Phil, what's going on, man?
3: What's up, man? we living the dream over here in Vegas. Ha, ha, ha.
2: Thanks for Thanks taking the time mom. to speak with us, man. I, I, how was life for the New York badass these days? I know you're living in Vegas, but how was life for you overall? Nah, living the
3: dream. Living the fuck in the dream, though.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what, what's the day-to-day like for you? Or, I mean, are you still spend time in the gym? you do any coaching? I've
3: been lifting weights a lot. Doing some pro wrestling. i Doing a little bit of pro wrestling. And, uh, you know, just trying to get in shape and just being ready, you know, just staying ready, waiting for that call, you know. I got a feeling I had to get a call. I would think with New York being MMA, in New York and stuff like that, you know, just waiting for my shot.
2: So, really, so you're you're potentially looking for uh, another MMA fight?
3: Yeah, you know, I'm looking out, you know, close up my career in my own time. You know, I was supposed to be on the, uh, the uh, ultimate fighter. I went to Thailand and trained for, it for six months. I was in great shape and I caught a really bad staff infection and uh I had I had I couldn't do it. So 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 nobody even knows about that. I was supposed to run the comeback season. The, the, the comeback show. The uh overfinding comeback season. I while I was in Thailand training. You know what I mean? And uh oh, I'm fucking not. So <laughs> I trained nothing, man. Wait, you know, I'm waiting to find something, good to go.
2: Wow, that's that's incredible. So you were potentially going to be on this season, the comeback season of The Ultimate Fighter, but yeah, a staff infection prevented you from doing so.
3: Yeah, I trained up with that doctor. I coached staff session early. I was sick a lot, of the, a lot of the time I was there. I thought I got rid of the staff infection. It was in my body. So then, uh, so then when I, did, I went to get my uh, physicals and shit for a Ultimate Fighter, I, I couldn't go in the house staff.
2: Yeah, right. Man, so that that was definitely as you fuck. mentioned getting a
3: rough, yeah, giddy. and the thing was with little snap I thought that he got away with a big hole in my, in my fucking foot, you know. There's videos of it on my Instagram of uh the owner's wife, Ty wife, cleaning it out for me. So and it was a problem about getting away with, with a fucking kicking the balls, you know.
2: Man, like you said, that was definitely flying under the radar. I don't think anybody had any idea that you could have potentially been a yeah, part so of I the season.
3: I'm gonna tell you guys that BJ because you guys are always cool, and I'm always cool, BJ. So, you know, I mean, i whatever. I want to tell people that mm-hmm. I'm fucking. Let go around and people. I almost thought I gave you out reality show. I never wanted to be on a reality show before. I just want to have a big fight. That would have been a good way to go out, you know, in
2: the UFC. But oh well. So now, so it sounds like now that you know MMA is legalized in New York, it, this is this is the. The pinnacle of your career. This is something you want to do to close things out. You want to compete in then, your hometown.
3: You know, man, I'm, not, I'm not to blame myself to so like, you know, BJ or anything like that. But we came up together. And I fought in the UFC right before he did, you know? So, so we came up together and, and I feel like, oh, why do you still want to fight? Well, why? I wouldn't fight if I was him. You know what I mean? Of, of, of course. Of course you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't fight. Of course you wouldn't fight. If you were him, because you would never fight in the first place. You know? Right. Oh, all these reports, Everybody saying, oh, I want to be fighting about you. Yeah. or it's not about you. You know what I mean? This is what I, it's not about you. I, I never got in a cage for you, you know? And, 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 and people used to say, like, oh, I fight to live. And I mean, and, 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 you know, I used to say, you know, yeah, I fight to live. I got to fight. I'm hungry. I need this. And then, like, I remember one time, it's always in my head. You know what I mean, you got guys fight to live. But then there are other guys that live to fight, and, and there are a lot. There are a lot less of them
1: in, in the world.
3: You know what I mean? And then uh, I feel like I am one of them. And, and as long as I can, as long as I see that we can, I want to. And, and the whole thing is a challenge. Okay? Yeah. For, you know, 2005, 2006, I was one of the best in the world. The the that I I know I would have knocked out Rich Franklin, caused the UFC no problem. I would have been UFC champion. I knocked out UFC champions before a knockout out fight, uh, Grand Prix champion, so you know, I was right in the mix. But you know so you know, why do you want to go back? Because it was never it was just about beating the opponent in front of you, you know, figuring out how to win. That's the sport. You know what I mean? I always used to try and out-physical my opponent. Try and beat him by being stronger, and faster and bigger. Well I'm older now, so I have to do what my technique so I, I think now it's time to show my techniques about wrestling. Now, my whole course of my career, guys would like, say, oh, Blownie used his wrestling. Why wouldn't you use his wrestling? Well, I didn't want him. You know, I, I was in my 20s and I fucked with strong and I had a good chance I didn't need to. But now I need to. You know what I mean? I think I could fucking out-wrestle everybody. I, mean, I was just entirely training with a bunch of these guys, you know, champions from 1FC and, 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 and,
2: and teaching them how to wrestle.
3: You know, whenever I went live with anybody, I ended up teaching them how to wrestle.
2: Well, that that's also one so, of those and things. i also,
3: also a champion in the You know, I, I won the Nag,a overall the fucking absolute shit. I won that grappling because absolute shit. When I had those two big tournaments, North American Championship, another one here in Vegas. So so, so I can't fucking grapple. You know what I mean, I, I I fucking I can't grapple. So
2: well, that kind of sometimes
3: you gotta grapple.
2: That kind of goes along with uh, you hear a lot of guys talk about the mind over body thing. You know, in this sport. All the knowledge you accumulate, uh, as long as your body holds up, I mean, you you can bring all of that you into better, the cage and and be a, with,
3: you Yeah, you get better with age. You know, you get better with age, but you, but you but your body can't hold up. You know what I mean? How good would Henderson have been if he had the overhead right ten years ago? What, what if Ken Henderson was hitting that H ball? Everybody ten years ago, he would have been a fucking real problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? He would have been. A,
2: yeah, he, he, he got better. You
3: know what I mean? Everybody just find himself. No, I, I think BJ's got to get back on top of people. You know, get get back on top of people, take your people's back. I think he's got to work on his wrestling again and get, be able to get the fight. Like, you know, that's just life. And every, you know, everybody has a million fucking words of advice for everybody, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, that that's one of those things that you see uh, with guys coming back. There's always this talk of, oh, this guy shouldn't fight. Like you said, this guy shouldn't fight again. Why would he do it? But from my perspective... <laughs>
3: It's not about look, it's not about, it's not about, it's not about the fucking, not about people. Who cares? Who cares? You know what I mean? like, like, like Lee Thomas, the people of the border. you know, the people of the border. He says, I don't want to see GSP come back because she's so good. And I
2: understand that, I respect
3: that. But but but, who cares? Who cares what you want to see? Who gives a fuck about you? Yeah, right. It's what a. You it's know what. I mean, if GSP if GSP wants want to come back. GSP should be able to come back and get a big fight. Why? need the bad GSP. If DJ Penn wants to go fight a motherfucker, he should be able to go fight a motherfucker. I mean, that's just the bottom line. If DJ Penn done enough of his sport and enough of his thing, he wants to go out there and fight and go out on the show. Whatever the fuck, he should go out be able to go out there and fight.
2: I agree 100%. Shut the fuck
3: up. Shut the fuck up, you know what I mean? It's the same people that were saying he should go fight with Yoda Machida in Japan, and I was there when that happened. You know, as a heavyweight and all the same shit, but, still like, the thing is, well, why does this guy want to fight? Why does that guy want to fight? Well, well, that's the difference between me and you, motherfucker. You know what I mean? I want to fight all the You know, whatever. I want to. I don't have to. You know what I mean? I don't have to, but I want to. I like to. I can I still can fuck dudes up. You know what I mean? I, I'm thinking I can go fuck dudes up. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm
3: thinking. I was training. I was training with guys, and I still damn not fuck them up. I mean, so, you know, I would never take a fight if I thought you do, keep my ass. You we'll know, I mean, what, what would be the center of that? No. You know, uh, unless you're kind of a regular and you're making big money to fight for well,
2: him. Right. Other than that, you know, why would you want to fight, you know, no reason? Now, so, so staying along with this, I mean... It... Are you, are you actively campaigning for a fight with a specific promotion? I mean, are, are you fielding any offers?
3: had a big mouth. Joe had a big mouth. Talked a lot of shit. Talked a lot of dumb, dumb shit. I mean, who? The other booking all kinds of crazy fights. Why wouldn't they book that fight? Why wouldn't they book that fight? You just stand up and keep watching the champion. I just get that time. I'll fuck him up. I said I'll fight him in the K1 glory thing. was talking so much shit. You know what I mean? I'll fucking kill that guy. He couldn't hold my job. I mean, his accomplishments are what? He's a Muay by a champion. What? There's like thirty people in the world that do that. It. It's not a fucking big accomplishment. I, I would have won that glory thing in fucking in 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 uh, L.A. too. So what? You know what I mean? Uh, it, it, it's not it a big accomplishment. It's a bullshit accomplishment. That was a. He's from L.A. and they set it up from the win. Come on. They're trying to they're trying to get the sport over in America. I mean, it's obvious the was white. Well, whatever. So, I am just, just saying, that's a fight for. Why wouldn't they make that fight? Why wouldn't Cobra make that fight? Why would he make some of the fights to make and not make some other fights? I'm kind of, oh, I must have had a big mouth sometime or did a couple of, you know, they made a couple of mistakes. I mean, fuck, our guy Rich is in here, right? Rich is all Hawaiian, dude. He used to work for, well, Rich Hard, Rich Hard the fucking work at and be the announcer for uh, Rumble on the Rock back in the day. Yeah.
2: You know?
3: So. Yeah, man, I was back in the day, so I mean, it's weird.
2: You now it's just weird. So I'm I'm sorry. Who who were you referring to there? I mean, with the uh, w- with the uh, glory. Rich,
3: and... Rich Chueit used to work. Um, Rich used to work with, with, with JD, used to put on the promotion. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, but w- w- what I'm asking is though, I mean, you want this fight in New York. I mean, are you are you fielding any offers from oh, any? I have
3: that I mean, why wouldn't you do that fight in New York? Well, I mean, you just want to New York those. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you slap that on there? You know, what, what, what was the better fight? Or what, what fight could you need to be on there? I mean, what what, what fight didn't need to be on there? Exactly.
2: So, I mean, what, what fight did
3: you... in New York? Uh, what, what fight? You know. Would have popped. The, would have popped the crowd more
2: than mine. Uh, but, but is there a specific opponent? I mean, is there? Will you just take a fight with I anybody? Guys I, guys I mean, if I
3: can't beat that guy, I'll,
2: uh, if I
3: can't beat that guy, I would I I'll fucking kill that guy. Okay. I mean, like, like he's Not, he's not, who's
2: he's a, a WBC boxing champion. He's so
3: Togoese. Kickboxer world champion he told me shit about my striker. You know what I mean? I'll knock him the fuck out, you know? He's not a no real champion. You know, he's from Fugazi. Fugazi champion. You know? White boy, white, white boy. White boy kickboxer from LA.
1: You know what I
3: mean? What, 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 white boy kickboxer from LA. Why didn't he, did he go to Freddie Roach's gym? Like, why didn't he go to the kickboxer gym? Why was not he fucking fighting really tough dudes, really rough dudes? You
0: know what I mean?
3: I see. I was in the boxing gym. That's where I went. I didn't go to the kickboxing gym. You have to take the classes and shit. I went to the KL. And I trained my I spot. I didn't go to karate school. I, mean, I don't know.
2: Right. So, I mean, what would what you... you know what I'm saying? What, what do you think... What do you think the likelihood of that fight getting made is?
3: I don't know. Hopefully more now that I fucking said this.
2: <laughs>
3: Hopefully more now that I said this. <laughs> Oh, hopefully more now that day with
2: BJ Penn. Sure. Yeah, well, yeah, for you guys, you sure, man. It'll be Aaron. You guys, you guys, guys
3: talked about it a long time ago. Uh, yeah, with you guys about it. So,
2: so I mean, it would obviously have to be with Bellator then, right? Well, Whatever, I'll fight him
3: anywhere. I'll fight him with London. I, 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 I like to go. I'll go back to Japan. I don't care. Fuck, I just want to fight. Doesn't matter. Doesn't. An... It doesn't matter where you fight, it's always, you fight in a fucking cage or a ring, you know? That's all he, that's all the things. Hold on. Yep. No? But anyway, another thing you do ah, we'll
2: okay, go, go, yes, man. Uh, well, no, I was just, I was just saying, like, you know, where, where would this fight be, potentially? You're saying it could, you know, you'd, you'd fight him in Rise and Bellator, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll
3: fight him anyway. Okay. I'll fight anybody anywhere. That's, that's just deal. You know what I mean, I'll fight anybody anywhere. It just always has a deal. That 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 was the challenge. Just fight anywhere, anybody, anytime, any place. You know, not not even train. we fighting in the short-term. Not even train for ten weeks to get in the best shape. It's not, it's not about being the best shape like the It's about fucking fighting. It's about going out there and and, and fighting people, you know you're not trying to win the decision and fuck these guys hard. going out there and trying to win in the first round like you were in the street fight, you know, it's a fight. But you know, things evolved. I guess the sport, you know, and there's money involved, so you gotta to fight to You know what I mean? Us old old, old, old fighters, you know, we fought the fight. I mean, there was no rich and fame, f- fighting. There was, there was no glory. There was no there was no pot at the, at the end of the rainbow when guys like me got in the sport. You know, there was nothing. We just did it. We were real fighters. You know, the guys say, you know, you can see I'm a good athlete. i just not good enough for the NFL, but. I think mean, you just, you know, I don't know, they should get you on know, TV and be famous. People we aren't doing it to get on TV and be famous, be on reality shows. We were doing it to fucking, who knows why, you know? Because you, I didn't have to fight, I didn't have to fight either. I just, I just wanted to prove something to myself. So and that's my point about these reporters and shit. Everybody's saying this guy shouldn't fight, and that guy shouldn't fight. It's not about you. Fuck you. It's
2: not, yeah. it's
3: not about you, you
2: know? Yeah, Fuck
3: no, you're, you're, you're 100% you never right. You, you, you never fight. You never fight. You write about
2: fights.
1: Who cares what you think? Right.
2: No, I I agree with you 100%, man. We have no business telling a guy when yeah. he should hang them up.
3: Yeah, I don't want to see this guy fight. I don't want to see that guy fight. Don't watch it, then, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. It's not, it's not, it's not about you. It's not, it's not about that guy. It's for him, you know? No. He just wants to test himself, whatever it is. I want well, someone wants to go out with we win. You know what I mean? I don't want to fucking lose my last fucking couple fights. I want to fuck the win. So I think guys deserve that sometimes. You know, deserve an opportunity to go out there and, and, and,
2: and do what they want. Now, that being said, though, I mean, you, you see a lot of talk with the guy's health and stuff like that. When is the right time for a guy to hang them up?
3: <laughs> everybody, knew, everybody knew it was dangerous when I got into it. I mean, did anybody fucked fighting and find out it was dangerous later on in life? You know what I mean? I think, I think everybody always knew how dangerous it was. You know what I mean? Getting hit in the head is never good
2: for you. Right. <laughs> well, you get
3: hit in the head and you fucking choke and you shit twisted.
2: You know, as far as I know, it's, it's, it's never okay. So, I mean, it, all the stuff we learn about CTE, this and that, I mean, is is it up to, pe- like, you know, loved ones of a fighter to tell yeah, a guy well, it's, well, it's time to hang him up? Yeah, or... Look, CTE, you know,
3: whatever it is of this, dangerous sport. Like, you might break your leg. You know what I mean? And the football, you might get too deep, too. But, 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 that's just a part of it, you know? I want to do it. I
2: want to do it. If so, I want to go skydiving,
3: I could fucking die, too. Yeah. Why can't I go skydiving? You know what I mean? Do whatever the fuck I want. Right. <laughs> so, hey, man, so... It's, it's, a free, it's a free country. If I want to fucking fight, I should go to go fucking fight. If somebody wants to fight me... That, 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 that's the most basic of all things. You know, I'm a man. I'm gonna be fighting. So, got, you know, you know, I,
2: so in, in regards to this comeback and, and potentially getting this fight in New York, I mean, right. have, you, have you reached out to I mean, anybody? I wouldn't be a it
3: wouldn't be a comeback because I mean, I don't know. It wouldn't be a comeback and it wouldn't be a retirement because it's just who I am. It's not a comeback. I just haven't won a while. True. I never said I'm done. <laughs> I, True. N- I never said I quit. Much, you know what I mean? Maybe other people said that, but I didn't ask them. They, 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 you know, those are the same people you know, that, 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 that originally weren't fighting. You know
2: what I mean? So, so that being said, I mean, what's the timetable for this? Have you reached out to anybody? Have you talked to any promotions? I mean, is this just a... <laughs> Is this just coming out right now type of thing? Well, man, now the only time I have
3: really said it the public. Everybody fucking knows, though. You know, every, everybody knows. Okay. I mean, people, I don't know. It's just a sport, man. You, you, you feel, I don't know, I just can't you know, get something good out of you. I don't know. It's not working for them. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I don't
2: so, obviously, dream come true for you to compete in New York. Um, what do you what do you think of the gaffes that they've had in regards to, uh, you know, the issues with the commissions and, uh, you know, bad calls and, and all the problems that they've had with stoppages? Uh, would that at they all be a concern for stuff. you? The rest,
3: the rest of the judges always suck. The only stuff, this sport every sport. I don't mean, know what the fuck? Who cares? Who cares? That's just a part of it. No, I, I don't get well,
2: you know, right. well, what,
3: what am I going to say? About the New Commission right now? that 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 be bulls there too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I shit about
2: that. So, going along with that, you know, we've seen that this sport evolve. It's broken into new markets. A lot of stuff has happened. In your opinion, you know... Let,
3: let, let, let me say one more thing, too. You I wanted to say for a long time. I don't know if there's a... When I was fighting, dude, when I, when I was fighting, only the real fucking rough dudes wanted to be fighters. Only the real, realest, truest guys wanted to be fighters. So there's, nothing, there's something to prove. There's something inside. Now all the female fortune you know, and everything else that goes, with, you know, there's a lot more athletes. Not, there's not a lot of real fighters, so... And, and I guess a lot of these announcers and stuff, they don't understand what that the, the is to be a real fighter and why someone would want to keep fighting and not give up or whatever, live on their past worlds, they're really champion or something like that. You know, but that's the difference between you and them. That's why you're a writer, and they're not. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, you know, writing school, but you know what I'm saying? That's why you're a fan. You don't want to get in there, but you want to be as close to the sport as you can, kind of. And I, I don't know why you you know what I mean? But in general, that's what I'm thinking. But so somebody that wants to be as close to the sport as they can, you know they should understand else that wants to fight the, ch- the personal challenge whether it's your first fight your last fight whether you're a black belt first grapple contest or not it's just it's just a challenge it's physical a physical altercation between two people the most you know and, and, you know, as the saying goes everybody understands fighting is natural you know what I mean I, old guys aren't supposed to fight against
2: alright so and, and again I, I agree with you you know as we've said here 100% on that um, but staying along with this, you know, you haven't been in competition since 2014. Lots changed since I then. I
3: trained, I trained hard at, at the top team. I, I sparred with Shot Evan. I sparred with. Uh, uh, I, I I wrote with guy. I mean, I, I I'm not just I wasn't there just just kicking pads. Or like you know just just kicking pads all day. I was training with you know Big Dash for uh, he's getting ready for his Hell of a the whole time I was there for six months, there was somebody in there with a camp to do that, 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 that middleweight champion, the Chinese dude of uh, Kun I mean, I, I And I sparred and trained with all these guys. I mean, I would never get in the ring and embarrass myself. I, and that's why I went there. I went there for six months to see what I had. I went to the top team. I wanted to see what I had. I was, was going to have a comeback fight. I was going to have a comeback fight in Rising. And then, and, then, and then because of the ultimate, this is what happened. I had a comeback fight, fight in Ryzen. Then because of the ultimate fighter, I told him I can't do it, so then I think you go to a us and they said, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you know what i Oh, now you want
0: to
3: do this? Go fuck yourself. Well, whatever. I mean, that's
2: kind of what happened. Yeah, right. So they they made you an offer. You told them you put them on hold with the potential of getting back yeah. in the UFC, and then now they don't want yeah. to work with you?
3: I love Japan. I had a, great, had a great time in Japan. I mean, it was great. I love Japan. It was, it was fucking awesome. That's awesome, and the world's a lot smaller now. It would be a lot better now to fight Japan when I was there. But you know, I, I was in Vegas. I would get off the plane. I just had a fucking, I just won the Pride Grand Prix to see the the best fighter in the world, 183 pounds. I fight the guy. I really wouldn't get robbed. The guy beats, the guy beats Dan Henderson, and beats Dan Henderson. Everybody knows they got robbed. You know what I mean? But we get off the plane, and nobody knows what happened. Nobody saw. You
1: know
3: I, mean? yeah. I You know, I would go to the gym and nobody saw my fight. You guys that's know, crazy. what I mean? So, so it's like, hey, now the world's small. So, so, you know, when I was in, I feel like when I was in the UFC kicking ass, nobody was watching the UFC. You know, when I was in Pride, the UFC got big. You know, and I, and I uh, hit the boat every time.
2: Well, now, now, well,
3: it's, hasn't, now it's...
2: Well, now it seems like that opportunity is potentially there. So, I mean, if the UFC was potentially going to have you on the Ultimate Fighter... I mean, is that door open? I mean, have you talked to them about maybe getting a fight with them? Like, like you said in New yeah, York. No, no. You,
3: know, like, you know, whatever. It was, it was a one-time thing, a one-time shot during the show, and that was it.
2: So realistically, it seems like Bellator would likely be the place. Yeah, the yeah right, it was
3: cool. You know, they, everybody says everything bad about Dana One. You know everybody always says this and that, but he did the fucking right thing, it. You know, he did the right thing by me. He helped me out in Thailand, and he did, he did the right thing by me. So, you know, and uh, everyone said, like, you know, all those guys, well, like, well, you know, good for that, because, you know, I remember being, I, I remember, you know, I remember fighting, in, you know, UFC 30 in, in Atlantic City, and, and, and after I won, I, and, and, and you know, meeting, so I met the one, I said, like, wow, I really, I'm really, i really going to be able to do something. You know, I'm going to get to be professional athletes, because i always wanted to be, you know, football or something. I'm going to be a professional athlete, fighting, and 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 awesome, you know what I mean? So, no matter what, how much money they made, at least, you know, they need two millionaires too when they give the guys opportunities to be fighters. If there was no UFC, you know, there, not, nobody would be famous, you know what I mean? I don't know where the fighting would be going on, Japan or Brazil, small, you know what I mean? Or another country. So, so what they did, getting the sport legal and everything? I mean, fuck, dude. If they didn't do it, Dude, you know MMA, so there's everything,
2: you know? Well, you, you're right. And you see a lot of guys complaining, the Reebok deal. People are talking about fighter unionizing, fighter associations.
3: But, yeah, it's just, now it's so big, though. Now it's so big. Now it's a different fucking era. Well, I don't know. Maybe that stuff would be good, you know? Maybe some of that would be good now. But it's a different era. It's not back then. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's way bigger now. and, and New orders with more money. So, so yeah, maybe it's going to be more, you know, maybe it's going to run more that way. But personally,
2: I don't know. So, well, I mean, like, where do you stand on that? I mean, you see guys leaving the UFC to go to Bellator over the Reebok deal, fighter pay, stuff like that. I mean, for for a guy that's been through it all, fought for all these promotions, where do you stand on this kind of stuff, and what kind of advice would you give guys that are considering – you know, free agency, what to do, what contract to take, that sort of thing?
3: Look, look I mean, the, the times of my career when I looked about for the money, where well, I just worried about the money, never worked out. But then again, I made some bad decisions where I, I showed myself on money. You know what I mean? People will tell you, go for the money, but it's not everything, you know? It's, it, it's tiring. I mean, the UFC, everything's changed the way it was before. You know what I mean? Guys, you know, if you were to write a fighter or whatever, you know, the UFC would take care of that guy. You know what I mean? The guys would complain about that, but it's just the way it was. You know what I mean? It's just, it, was a different,
2: it was a different era. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, listen, man, we, we've we covered a lot of ground here. There was a ton of stuff I was going to get to, but. Uh... So what,
3: what do you want that question? What were you I do last. But what do I think about it? I mean, I mean, I mean, the times have changed. You know what I mean? Times have changed. But 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 not really. You know what I mean? There's two promotions now. That's it. I mean, I, I, you know, you can't compare the football because there's more. All you know, baseball, there's more than two teams. You know what I mean? I, I, Japan one is a little bit of, of a contender now, but you want to be in America, you know. The NFL, and they League baseball, and the, and the NBA are in America, you know? Nobody's yeah. watching the Canadian football. Nobody's watching the Canadian, Canadian football or the Tokyo Tigers. Right. So, so, yeah, so so, that, so uh, there you go with that.
2: Now, is competition good for business, yeah. in your opinion? I mean, the rise of Bellator, I mean, that's good for all athletes, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, it's good. It's good. Very good. It gives guys options. But, you know, the more options, the better, you know? The more options, the better. Without. I mean, what, what? I mean, do you think MMA with Conor McGregor someday now is going to go in a box model? Because I mean, the, I mean, I mean, Dan and those guys are behind him. Like he's he's the man. I mean, I don't know what the contract is and how much our money gives. He's getting paid of the hundred million. Or, or, or who's getting paid or what? I mean, that's all stuff nobody knows. But where do you
2: this, this, what do you what do you think of that? I mean, there's a lot of talk that you and know. Open,
3: open, 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 giant market. Like Maybe they would have been able to do a, a one-off fade-off versus, versus Couture fight back in the day if, if the UFC was under this ownership. It gives you takes with every, everything. This, this organization might be more worried about just making the fights and making money as they show with a Swimming they the fight, but the UFC was just more worried about the brand and keeping all their guys you know, keeping all the guys under contract and having the best players in the world in their little commotion. Maybe it'll be about being making a big fight. Maybe they'll go get that really good guy from KSW and put him put him against Woodley. Or you know or maybe they'll find you know maybe somehow if uh you know, I don't even know who's that great in Bellator right now. I mean who's who who's a big strong Bellator?
2: Weemer? Yeah, I mean Chandler. Yeah, Weimer Chandler, Channel
3: Chandler yeah. Channel Chandler? Well, right, right. well, gets himself at, well, like the back, why can't he fight the one hundred and fifty five hours? UFC champion. Now, you know, now they're opening up the board. Is like like this Mayweather thing is the best thing. What nobody's talking about. And I listen to all these shows like MMA fighting, all this shit. They are about this. Talking about why isn't anybody saying like how is this going to open up the sport? Because the next time, those who has a fucking really good champion like you know a Fader type guy back in the day, and 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 and, and the UFC has you know somebody they can they can do that fight. You know, to do that fight, you know, the UFC has always been smart business, and they always did what they thought. They always did what they what they thought would make them look good. Like yeah. sending Chuck over the, S- sending Chuck over the prize, and, and like they sent me over too. I mean, watch my first, watch my first pride fight. I came out as the UFC guy. You know, before I was born, the Hammer House, I was the UFC guy. You know, they, they brought me in the lose. I was representing the UFC. 'cause Dana and those guys knew that new, but I could fuck these up over there.
0: And then and
3: I'd be the UFC and he also I fuck up the Franklin. I mean, it was just a bad matchup. He has not you know he couldn't take my shots, it wasn't a So it was just a really bad matchup. And who do you want to have as your champion? The school teacher at that time. He's a school teacher and he has all the and, and then there's the near so he just you know he just did six months and just got out of fucking <laughs> 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 mean- got he's once one on his had and got out and he's fighting, you know I wasn't a school teacher. You know, what did that look Right I wasn't a school teacher.
2: Well, you make a really good point there, I think. I, I
3: wasn't. Uh, look, Dana White, you say like you hear it a million times. You hear stories about this the boxer. He was down and out. He had nothing to do. He went to the gym and he fought. He won a world title. It's the same story. The whole gimmick then, what the they were trying to promote was that was my story. I was a bad kid. I was in trouble. And I found something to keep me out of trouble and make money and be professional. That's something we're good where they were trying to promote? Oh, Richard Franklin is a school teacher and a principal, and and this person is a uh, is, is a fucking is a secretary. And Randy Gator was in the army, and and this guy was a uh, that woman was an Olympian. No, so they were tr- they were trying to promote that, not the guy was a savage animal, rough motherfucker, which I was. You know what I mean? At the time, that's not what they wanted to promote. Now they do. Now they do. It would be great for me to be here now.
2: Well, you know, you, you made a really interesting point there with, with McGregor and Mayweather. You know, everybody's talking about, you know, the crossover of boxing. But but the point you just made there, that is that, very I interesting. Up, yeah,
3: I know. Yeah, no, I know, but that opens up everything. Yeah, say, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You know, I, I didn't even consider that. I, I, I just listened.
3: I just listened, I find it, I just listened to these guys all talking about Eric Hardy and these guys, blah, blah, blah. And they're and they just saying, you know, they're just talking about, like, you're missing the picture, guys. You're missing the picture. What, and I what these guys on text. I didn't even hit him up on this yet. But what you're missing is, what does this do for the MMA game? Who cares about boxing and the boxing fight? What is this? How does this open up the MMA game? Because the next time, Bellator has a really fucking good champion. He's fucking everybody up. And the UFC has one in the same weight class. And everybody's saying, ooh, one of these guys will fight. The UFC doesn't want to let their guy go. Bellator doesn't want to let their guy go. But are not going to let them fight out their contract. But they could fight in the middle, on me. Yeah. Know, I think this is down that wall. And, and UFC's done it before. The people are stupid. They don't know. When the UFC thought Chuck Liddell was in the beat, Vandalay's filler, they sent them the pride. Yeah. They sent him the pride. Yep. And when they wanted the, 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 the principal, the, the high school math teacher, to be the champion and not have a bad guy, they sent me the pride, too. Man, that's...
2: Again, I can't... I... You're right. Nobody's, nobody's considering that. Nobody's looking at that. The potential that this door is opening I
3: mean, here. I mean, they've, done it, they've done it in the past. They've done it in the past. They did it with, with Chalk. I mean, it's the first time. I and mean, Nobody's talking about it. But now the foot needs to open. Van Askren is undefeated. you killing everyone in to see Who's the champion in Bellator I, 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 Ben Askren. Lee? Oh, Luma. That's a fight now. Right. That's a fight now. Now, one of you motherfuckers... Halvin's been asking, do you think he's good or not? Do you think he's good or not? Because it's not about, you know, it's not about the fucking, not about the fucking contract. Because, you know, you, you have to run the contract when they got double three months. Let's fucking fight. Let's fight. You got, they got to negotiate which cage you're fighting. The fucking, I don't know what they, what they call the strike force cage or the fucking, in the the bellicose cage or the fucking, uh, the one of the circle, the, whatever it is. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would be the negotiation. Wait, they going to fight. Well, you give us Lima, Astor, we'll give you, you know, Chandler versus your champion. Who do they have there? Oh, oh, the really good guy. He got the dream champion. there guy. Melendez. Yeah. The kid that was the dream. He's a good Brazilian guy. Fuck. I don't know if it's inside, but oh, uh, he's really uh, good Oh, uh,
2: Pitbull? Patricky Pitbull? He's the
3: dream champion. Yeah. No, the champion. He, no, he was the dream champion, too. Fernandez, good Fernandez. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Fucking yep, really yep. good. He, he's really good. Uh, and, and what about the? Uh, what's his face is fucking used up again. He used to be a hot commodity. Everybody wanted him. Now he's a heavyweight again. They looks for the heavyweight, and he's fucking used up.
2: And one he's FC or, or Bellator?
3: Double. One FC.
2: Uh, oh Brandon Vera.
3: Yeah. Brandon Vera, so now Brandon Vera, a heavyweight champion, like he was supposed to be back in the day in BFC. They were really high on that guy. You know, you lose a couple of fights and shit doesn't go right. You get a couple, you get some copies back, and then now, now maybe he's the Brandon Vera, he should have been 10, 10 years ago.
2: Yeah. You know
3: what I mean? So let's see Brandon Vera, who's been fucking smashing everybody over there in Asia, come over here and fight, who's the Bellator heavyweight champion? And that, that that's the perfect fight. That's the fight, Bellator guy. Man, the UFC guy.
2: Well, it, to go along with and, what you're saying, and, and man. Everyone
3: should, thank, and everyone should thank Conor McGregor for making that possible. Yeah, absolutely. But this, you know, UFC was smaller, I'm, not, I'm just saying, obviously, the first time it happened, Dana
2: sent, Dana sent Chuck
3: over there, and he sent me over there. And he, and he said, do you want to stay over there? I mean, this is what happened. He said, do you want to stay over there? Or do you want to come on the Ultimate Fighter Comeback show? The first thing I'm not Sarah and I was like, fuck that, bro. I'm going to fight in a Pride when i I'm going to beat Dan Anderson, Masaki, Dennis Cannon. I'm going to be the world champion. Why? I'm going to be the best friend in the world. You know, that's what I was thinking. Why would I want to go be on a fucking reality show? Well, I would have won that fucking reality. Especially back then. And I'd be hanging out with Dana White doing Let's Go Find a Fighter right now. So I'd be fucking... <laughs> I'd, be, I'd, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be fat, retired, fucking eating sausages and fucking laughing and hanging out with Dana. <laughs>
2: you would be a great addition to that show, my friend.
3: Well, yeah,
2: I, you know, listen, Phil, this has been uh, this has been enlightening to say the least. Very interesting stuff. You've been more than generous through, through time. I, I don't want to take up the whole day on you here. Um, I, I guess just to recap, you like a fight. You'd like? Uh, I'm sorry. it Was Joe Schilling? Yeah. Okay. So you'd like a fight with Joe Schilling? Obviously, that'd have to be in Bellator, maybe Glory. You'd like to compete in New York? Um, yeah, I I, I wouldn't fight for Glory. I
3: wouldn't Amsterdam. and fight no old standing up. You know what I mean? So I don't think I think it will up. I just trained this it's time with talking about title fights in the world. I'm fucking them up. I mean, I, I, that's why I went there. You know what I mean? As part of the reason why I went there, and, 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 and you know, and, and the thing was over the fighter and everything else. You know, I mean, you know it was crazy strange. All I know is I trained for six months. I never
2: did that before. I never fought after. So, you know. Yeah, okay. So right, so, so staying, staying along with the recap here, you you would like this okay, fight. Yeah, You'd like to compete in New York. I mean, realistically, is there a timetable for this? When When could we potentially see okay. you back in competition?
3: Japan before before I'm would be nice. <laughs> before,
2: before, before right. All right, fair enough, my friend. Right, listen, uh, again, great conversation. Anything you'd like to get off your chest before we let you go? I don't know oh, really, All right, hey man, again, absolute pleasure. Hope uh, that something develops with this, and uh, you know, you potentially get this fight with Joe Schilling. Would love to see you compete in New York City, would back you in your hometown. Would you like to
3: see that fight?
2: Absolutely, no? absolutely.
3: Yeah, well,
2: so, what can all the fans do to help you uh, to help you make this fight? I mean, where where do we find you on social oh, okay. media? What do we got to do to to, to bring some hype to this oh, fight? Oh,
3: oh, oh! We got a fight. I think just and we will definitely check out out. Had a big mouth and shit. You know what I mean? I like what he said. I mean, I think it's an easy fight. Uh, I-, I-, I like to fuck, fuck somebody up. You know, I, I need mean the Chino fight. I've fought a long time. I think, uh, I think the very, very limited Chino Chibasa could be a good comeback fight. Now I'm not saying I'm going to fight for a world title. or we'll fight the best guys in the world. You know what I mean? Right now, I, I just want to fight that guy.
2: All right, man. Well, look, we hope the fight gets made, and I, and I hope. I
3: just want to fight that guy. I want to beat that guy. I like that guy. I have a problem with that guy. I think he's crazy. I want to beat him
2: up. Well, again, uh, I I certainly hope that the fight gets made, and it uh, would be very interesting to watch. I would su- certainly turn in tune in rather, and uh, I I sincerely hope that you get a fight in New York. Be a great way to cap off your long and awesome career. Again, anything you'd like to say before we let you go, Phil?
3: Yes, man. Thank you.
2: Greatly appreciate the time. Looking forward to what the future has in store. And uh, hopefully, we can catch up again soon, man.
3: All right, man. Thanks.
2: All right. Thank you, brother. The best ever. Phil Baroni, ladies and gentlemen. As you can see, as I mentioned, didn't really have control there. But that didn't matter. I just let the man roll with it. Very cool interview. Awesome to speak to a legend like him. Obviously, wants to fight with Joe Schilling. Said some pretty funny stuff there. He's a chinny chinny kickboxer. Fugazi. Let's make that fight happen, Bellator, Glory. Joe Schilling, Phil Baroni. Would love to see that fight. Would also like to see him compete in New York. It would be only right that the New York badass be able to fight in his home state before his career is over. And one of the things that really stuck out there, that point he made about the doors that Maymac opens, not for boxing, but for mixed martial arts. If there's a big money fight, if one company has a champion, obviously the UFC is regarded as, as the best in the business. The, you're considered the best in the world when, when you're the UFC champ. But if Bellator, Ryzen, 1FC, they have a guy that would be a big money fight Mayweather McGregor has potentially opened the door for cross-promotion if there's money to be made. Great point there. And as you said, UFC's done it before with Chuck Liddell sending him over to Pride. However, I think that was more of a power move for the UFC. They wanted to prove that Chuck Liddell was the best guy and that their champion couldn't hold a candle to the UFC's champion. However, we know how that went. Chuck went over there, competed, knocked out Alistair Overeem, then lost to Rampage Jackson. The fight never happened with Vanderlei until the UFC had bought out Pride. If you guys remember, they did that stare down. Sounds like the guys at Pride just kind of gave the UFC the runaround on that. But, Regardless, very interesting point he made there. Funny guy, badass guy. And another thing that he mentioned that I think we all forget about, this sport sees a lot of athletes now. You see guys come over from football, see guys that would have gone into other sports that are now competing in mixed martial arts. But back in the day, man, you were a real fighter. And Phil Baroni is certainly a real fighter. So hats off to Phil. Hope hope he gets that fight. And I would really like to see him compete in New York City. To all of Penn Nation, let's uh, do what we can to campaign for him. Get on the get on the Twitters there, and tweet to Bellator and the New York Badass that you want to see him fight um, Joe Schilling. Stitch him up. But another great show, guys. Big thank you to our own Chris Taylor for setting up both these interviews. And big thank you to the team, as always. 2017 has been a great year for us. We've been kicking ass and taking names, and we're going to continue to do so through the remainder of the year and into 2018. Thank you to both our guests, Stephen Ray, the New York badass Phil Veroni. We'll have another great show for you guys lined up next week. And for all the news, all the hot topics, everything you need to know in mixed martial arts, make sure you guys stay tuned to bjpen.com forward slash MMA news, your premier source for all things mixed martial arts. BJPenn.com radio each and every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We are the fighter's voice and the voice of the fans. Tune in next week. I'm Kinch, signing off for this evening on behalf of the whole team at com. Mahalo, homies. Make sure you follow us. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Keep up the support. We greatly appreciate it. And we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs>
0: Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO.
1: Technology Truths.
0: Truth,
2: you will certainly send any text about your supervisor to your supervisor.
1: What's with Janet Spang's? Did she lose a bet with a weed whacker? (laughs) LOL. And send. Wait, no, 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 no.
2: Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com.
1: Janet, I think my phone was hacked or something.
0: GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths.
2: Truth, you will certainly send any text about your supervisor to your supervisor.
1: What's with Janet's fangs? Did she lose a bet with a weed whacker? (laughs) LOL and sent. Wait, no, 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 no.
2: Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com.
1: Janet, I think my phone was hacked or something.
2: GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15%
3: or more.